You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's going on, everybody? Josh Calloway here alongside James D. Jackson with 24-7 Sports at the stadium in Norman, where Oklahoma is 5-0. and The Sooners took care of business again on Saturday night, rolling over Iowa State 50 to 20. Again, defense did its thing after a kind of rocky start to yeah. things. Dominant second half. Offense exploded. One of the better games that Jeff Levy has probably had since he's been in Norman. Dylan Gabriel as well. We're going to break it down a little bit for you here at the stadium. James, I mean, there's a lot to kind of digest with this one. Kind of felt like the Two completely different games. The first half of this game kind of felt like an old-school OU game, really up and down a lot of points. Second half got more back to what we've been seeing, which is the Oklahoma defense dominating. I mean, that's the, that's the thing. I, I talked about this defense before this game even started. I was so high on them, and they yeah. looked look so good throughout the year. And on the first <laughs> drive, Billy Bowman gets an interception and returns it for a score. You're like, all right, this is what you're going to see the rest of the game. But that wasn't the case in that first half. Things a little shaky there. A lot of missed assignments here and there. You know, just guys taking the wrong angles is what Brent Venables said after I asked him about it. And that's what that was the difference in the in the first half for the defense. They weren't able to get the in the spots they were supposed to be at. And then the second half, as you talked about, they did. They got exactly where they're supposed yeah. to be. And Iowa State couldn't do anything. Just 82 yards total in the second mm-hmm. half for Iowa State. That's the defense we expected throughout the entire game. But hey. You'll take it how you can get it. 20 points with the OU's offense just humming in this one. Just yeah, It's like every other game for this OU offense, they'll put up <laughs> a big score. And so that was yeah. needed today. 50 to 20 for OU, 50 points for the OU offense. Dylan Gabriel looked amazing. But not to get too far into the offensive side, let's stay on defense for a little bit, let you let you get back to it. Oh, for sure. You know, hey, look, I was way off on this game. I had 27 to 6 as my score prediction on the Sooners Illustrated podcast on Thursday. The defense has been so good. I thought Iowa State, they don't have enough firepower. They're not going to be able to do anything. Kind of what the second half was. I kind of thought the whole game would be. But offensively, specifically, it felt like, you know, against the, the good teams that Oklahoma's played, in quotes, the good teams, SMU and Cincinnati, the offense just hadn't didn't look very good. They didn't run the ball well. They didn't score a lot of points. And so I thought, you know, Iowa State's got a good defense, top 50, both rushing and passing. Probably going to be more of the same, but they lit it up today, like you were saying. Uh, defensively, kind of similar to the Tulsa game, that weird kind of stretch where some busted coverages, some big plays, but they buckled things down in the second half. James, are you still feeling like this defense, even with what we saw today, is in a good place? Because, like we said, that second half, 82 total yards in 28 plays. You're going to win a lot of games yeah. if you hold teams to 82 total yards of offense in a half of football. I mean, they completely, once they got it figured out, it was like a flip, a switch flipped, and it was domination after that. I've been saying the defense is the identity of this OU team. And so in that first half, I was like, am yeah. I going to have to go back on what I said? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to feel crazy. Yeah. But in the second half, they put it all together, and they looked exactly how I thought they would look. So, I mean, that's the biggest key, the biggest takeaway from it. The defense answered, you know, the call when they needed to do it. And the offense kind of played complimentary football, and it was an overall great game for OU in this one. I mean, 
50 to 20, that's not the score you expected. I, I, I said 35-7. Mm-hmm. And so there were some differences that we that we didn't, we didn't really think of. But overall, this is a, a game you like to see from OU. A really good win for them as they go into the Red River rivalry, which is such a big game for OU and all yeah. the history that goes into that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, you know, Brent Venables talked about in his post game. you know, you'd rather just pitch a shutout, obviously. Mm-hmm. But to see the defense kind of like the Tulsa game get hit in the mouth – and people are in the stadium. We're wondering what the heck is going on. Rocco Beck's out here looking like the the guy, looking like a Heisman winner. There's getting big plays down the field. They're running the ball. Iowa State had a putrid rushing offense this season coming into tonight. They're running the ball well. Everybody's wondering what the heck's going on. But they figured it out. They responded. They made the adjustments. That's just simply not something that you feel like Oklahoma would have done even a year ago. Let it, even letting go back in the previous regime, even a year ago, it felt like they just weren't able to do that. So to see that, I think at the end will give you more confidence moving forward offensively. That, well, well, go ahead. What you just said, that's exactly what Billy Bowman told us as we just talked to him last year. They might not have responded the yeah. way they did. So. The fact that they did this year, it lets you know everything is working for them. The system is getting back. You know, they're all comfortable with the system now. It's Brent Venables' message is getting through to these guys, mm-hmm. and that's what's working so far for the Sooners' defense. Right. Offensively, this is like what you want if you're Oklahoma. They put 50 points up, 40 in the first half. It could have been more. They really called. They were they you know ran the ball, ran the clock, called off the dogs a bit in the second half, just trying to milk clock at the end of the game. Offensively, it was really good. Dylan Gabriel threw it all over the place. And we talked about it on the podcast on Thursday. Iowa State, a top 25 passing defense in the country coming in. Now, they hadn't played a murder throws of offenses. They hadn't. Oklahoma State, Iowa. I mean, they played some bad offensive teams. But nevertheless, they looked good for the first third of the season. They got torched today by Dylan Gabriel, and he was spreading it around. Angel Anthony didn't have a big game today. We talked about that on the podcast yeah. on Thursday. Jalou Farouk stepped up. Jaden Gibson stepped up. He continues to make only highlight plays. <laughs> that That's his whole thing is just highlight plays. Um, Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson got in there again. Drake Stoops got in there again. So Austin Stogner even caught a ball. They again didn't run the ball particularly well. It was okay. Not it was, nothing. It was better. It was It was better. It was all right. I don't, was I don't know. It was all right. But the offense, I mean, Jeff Levy, the play calling seemed to be, like, very in sync. This was a very good day for the offense. I think, given the opponent, definitely their best performance of the year. Yeah, they put 70 on Arkansas State, but, like, who cares? 66 on Tulsa. This is a solid defensive team. John Heathcock is a good D.C., and they lit them up today. Offensively, you got to like what you saw. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Brent Venables said it. This is kind of the best defense they played this year. Yeah, and to have the game that they had, I mean, Gillen Gabriel looked – Amazing. I mean, there's there's a few sputters here and there, but you expect it from anybody. Everybody can't be perfect on every throw, every drive. But he looked outstanding. And they, they talk about this Heisman hype that uh, the other players keep talking about, about Gillen Gabriel. You, you can see that a little bit in this game. I mean, he looked really good. Outside of the one interception pass, I'm not sure what happened there. It seemed like, yeah, him and Farouk were kind of he, – he at least, his body language made it seem like there might have been some miscommunication yeah, on the route yeah. maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but other than that, it was just just amazing. That that pass to Nick Anderson was was perfect mm-hmm. in the end zone. Like that's he didn't underthrow him like he, he's been doing all season. Yeah. yeah, it was right there in the pocket. That was an amazing throw from Gabriel, and he just talked about it, man. He has so much more confidence now. The way that OU is playing another another year in the system, he just looks better. He looks overall better, and that's that's shown so far this season. I mean, 
this is a top ten offense in the nation. I mean, what, is, what can yeah. you say for, about? It? I mean, that's that's it's very very pretty good for him. Also, did you notice Dylan Gabriel was a little spicy today? He was pushing guys. He was talking trash. He was a little bakery today. Uh -huh. His running touchdown where he just ran over the guy. He let him know about it afterward. That, Dylan Gabriel has always kind of been an underrated, like kind of trash talker right here. Something that I, you know, I'm on the field. I get the benefit of kind of seeing it. It was a little extra. He was playing with a bit of an edge today, which is I think Oklahoma fans are really like. The running back roulette continues to be weird. It was again Marcus Major. He's been kind of the guy, so that's not that surprising. But then it was a lot of Gavin Sawchuck, not as much Tawi Walker. Still no Javante Barnes. Brent Venable said that in post game that he's not particularly, he's not fully healthy, so that's playing into why he's not seeing the field. You know, I don't know. Or at the risk of just saying the same thing every single week, the run game continues to be like okay. I don't know. How do you feel about it right now? First of all, we we asked a couple of teammates of, of Dylan Gabriel, and just just now when we were in the presser, what's going on with him? Why was he so feisty today? And it was, okay, good. It's pretty much like this is revenge, like the revenge run for uh, <laughs> Dylan Gabriel. I mean, we yeah. talked about Cincinnati, we talked about Iowa State. He didn't get to play against Texas, and I mean. It means a lot to him right now. So these games are really, really big for him. So that's why you're going to see a little bit more emotion out of him. I can't wait to see what he does against Texas because yeah. if he did against Iowa State, Texas is really going to be a thing that he's going to go after in, in, this, in this game so far. So, yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah, he was a little he was a little spicy today. I, I, I liked it. So you mentioned it. Texas up next. We've been waiting for this game since the beginning. And, and going back to the summer, the spring, basically, as far back as we've had this schedule – Everybody looked at it and said, okay, well, Oklahoma should be 5-0. If Oklahoma does what they should, they should be 5-0 going into the Texas game. They are. That's what they set out to do. And now here we go. For the first time since 2011, 2011, Oklahoma and Texas are both undefeated going into the Red River rivalry. It's amazing it's been that long. Usually that's Texas not holding Texas up their end of the bargain. Holding up, yeah. But they've held up their end of the bargain. This they year, went to yeah. care. They went into Tuscaloosa. They knocked off Kansas today. Oklahoma held up their end of the bargain, blowing out everybody they've played so far. Dominant wins. They covered the spread again today, obviously, winning by, you know, whatever it ended up being, 30 points. How do you feel? Early thoughts. Obviously, we're going to have a lot of time to break down this game and talk about it, but just temperature check on the way Oklahoma's playing. Are they ready to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Texas and, and win that game next week? We're going to find out. We're going to learn, a, I mean, all the questions that anybody could have, we're, they'll be answered next week, obviously. Yeah. I'm going to have my definite 100% confident answer after I go back and watch this game and the Texas-Kansas sure. game sure. and just really get a chance to look at everything about these two teams. Now, obviously, right now, I think Texas is the overall better team, but things can happen. OU seems like they're – like the offense, if they play yeah. like this and they just played today – I mean, anything can happen. That OU looked really, really good. That's not something you, we expected. Like I said, 35 to 7 is what I thought it was going to be, but mm -hmm. 50 to 20, the offense plays like that with the, along with the defense. I mean, yes, they could beat Texas. They had they for for yeah. sure. And so I want to go back and see. I want to look at each one and see how that how that goes. And I'll have a better answer for you all on Monday <laughs> as we do our podcast. Check in for that. We'll be there and doing that. But man, yeah, just overall, man, I think. It'll be a really, really good game either way. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think it's going to be a blowout either way like it was last year. It'll be a good game this year, and, that, and that's you can't ask for much more than that. 100%. I mean, you know, the OU-Texas game, it, it always is juiced, obviously. Anybody who's been knows that. Anybody who's been around this rivalry knows that. But this year, like I just said, first time in 12 years, they've both been undefeated. They're both going to the SEC next year. They're both playing well. They both think they can, you know, contend for certainly a Big 12 title, maybe make the playoff. I mean, the energy, the hype, the juice, ESPN College Game, they already said they're going. Like, it's going to be cranked up to even, uh, you know, it's always on 10. It's going to be like a 
15 next week, it's going to be the best version of this game. I think it's going to be it's going to be a madhouse. It's going to be a scene next week. I can't wait. Yeah. The one the one thing that OU has going for them in this is Texas hasn't played like a starting QB for in quite a couple games. That's now. true. There's been a couple, you yeah, know. Jalen Daniels was out today. Jalen yeah. was out today. You know, so they haven't seen the best of the best just yet. And Oklahoma has two guys that could really be starting any team out there. So I mean, yeah. well, not any team. That's not. I don't want to put that a out lot there. Of teams. But a lot of teams. Yeah. And that's that's going to be a good strength for OU as they head into this game because last year they didn't have a quarterback, and that's why yeah. it was such a you know blowout win. This year OU has that, and I think that'll be a, that'll play a major factor in this one. Yeah, it. it I can't wait to break it down all week long. Uh, it's the best week of the year, OU Texas week. We're there. But as far as tonight's game, full post-game reaction is available on the website, of course, oklahoma.247sports.com, and the YouTube channel. You can hear from Brent Venables, along with both coordinators, a slew of players, including quarterback Dylan Gabriel. That'll all be there on the Oklahoma 24-7 Sports YouTube channel. And we just turn the page and get ready for the next one. Can't wait. We've been talking about OU Texas this year since, since the beginning, and uh, we are here now. Oklahoma gets the job done. They roll over Iowa State. Another big win, 50-20. to They're 5-0, and and we'll see you next Saturday from the Cotton Bowl. From James Dean Jackson, I'm Josh Calloway signing off for now from Norman. It is OU Texas week, ladies and gentlemen. Time to get the mind right. It was a very bright shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.